In the holy name of Jesus, amen. There's a line from a 20-year-old movie titled Shawshank Redemption that goes, get busy living or get busy dying. Now, Shawshank Redemption is about life in prison, and these are the two ways of existence inside the prison. The first one helps us remember that these prisoners are human beings meant to live a life. And then the second one accepts the prison existence and even says our existence is meant for a cage and subsequently gets busy dying. Now the movie acknowledges the second but really proclaims that life, no matter what, is for living. Now, life is for living seems fairly obvious, but the gospel reading shows us that at times in our lives, it's hard to remember. Take, for instance, the mother in the gospel reading. She had just lost her only son. And not only that, she has already lost her husband. But with the loss of her son, her only son, how was she going to be able to live? Her prospects for life after this death were unsure. Sure, she would exist. She might have to beg. But would she really live? Now, her son, of course, was surrounded by death also because her, his existence was was death itself. But it wasn't just these two characters. There was a whole parade of people who were about death. Now this parade of death, though, came face to face with a parade of life led by Jesus. Jesus isn't going to let that parade of death keep going, though. For Jesus, life is for living, and life will win out. See, the widow who lost her only son would no longer be surrounded by death, nor would the boy's existence be death, and nor, nor would the parade of death be still about that. But rather, all three would be life itself. See, Jesus brings life to death, the death parade, because he actually knows what it's like to be in that parade and how much it stinks to be in that parade. See, knowing what it's like and then doing something about it defines Jesus' compassion in the gospel reading. So when Jesus comes up to the boy who's lying flat, necros in the coffin. He knows the way out of that existence and touches him and says, get up or arise. Or the literal translation would say, it's time to resurrect now. So the boy sits up because Jesus says, it's time to get busy living and subsequently, then, the boy immediately begins to talk. And talk about what? Talk about 
his resurrection. That sort of life that gets busy living by talking about the resurrection is contagious. I don't know if you noticed that, but it started with Jesus, then went to the boy, then to his mother, then to the death parade, then to the life parade, then to Judea, and then to the entire country. You see, Jesus is that guy who everyone wants to show up to a party. I don't know if you have one of those people in your life. Maybe you are one of those people, I don't know. But for me, it's Uncle Arnie. Uncle Arnie is my mother's brother. You know, it could be one of those Fourth of July picnics that you have, and everyone's invited. Party's going fine. You know, it's not that bad. But when that guy shows up, everyone's like, hey, Arnie's here. You tell the guy next to you, hey, Arnie's here. Arnie's here. Arnie's here. And then all of a sudden, everybody knows Arnie is there. So, what makes Arnie so great at, at being the life of the party, or being that guy, is that he's actually full of life. He brings the right drink. He always brings the right casserole. He knows the right song to sing at karaoke. He always has a good joke to say. But even better is the reason why he's actually good at being the life of the party. Arnie is not perfect. But he's the life of the party precisely because he knows what it means to not be perfect. He knows what it means to be at a bad party. And in his compassion, he is so willing to bring life to every party he attends. Today, Jesus is the life of the parade because he knows a parade is for celebrating. And Jesus is the life of the life because he knows life is for living. And he knows this from experience. He knows what it means to lead a death parade when he led the parade to Calvary. And he knows what it means to be dead when he lied in the tomb for three days. And he knows how both of those can be so wrong. See, Jesus' compassion never lets a party remain a bad party. And Jesus never lets a death remain dead. So when Jesus shows up into your life, into your existence, you can't stay lying down necros anymore. Your life can't be surrounded by death anymore in all its forms. Rather, Jesus knows how to give you a life that's worth getting busy living. Through his word, Jesus speaks resurrection into your life. And through the sacraments, Jesus touches you into sitting up so that you too immediately would begin to talk about your resurrection. So this means today, all of us in some form or fashion as sinners showed up here at St. John. 
And as sinners, we were part of that death parade. But now, right now, we've come face to face with Jesus and his life parade. And he has a word, and he has a touch for us. So that death parade now has run into the parade of life, and Jesus, in his compassion, has come up to your life and has forgiven all of your sins and has raised you from the dead and has now included all of us to join him in the parade of life. But there's even more to that. Not only have we received our life back, but like the mother in the gospel reading, we have actually received each other back. And together, Jesus and all of us, we leave today by getting busy living. Living the life that talks about how Jesus has raised us from the dead in holy baptism. How Jesus gave us a new family to live life together in joy and peace. And how he has given us a compassionate life that's worth living. And in that compassionate life, we know what it's like to be in those tough spots. Those people we run into who are surrounded by death. But we also know the joy the Lord gives when he gives a life that gets busy living. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.